Do you remember the story about the woman who wanted a $30 gift basket and she wanted it made and delivered really fast? <laughs> well, if you don't remember, let me tell you about it again very quickly. A woman called me many years ago and wanted a $30 gift basket and she told me exactly what she wanted in it. She wanted cashews, she wanted all kinds of different types of nuts and foods and then she told me she wanted to pay $30 and she wanted it right away. At the time, I didn't know how to say no. I didn't want every order, but I figured, well, I could put this together. And I did. I delivered it. And not only did I deliver it, but I allowed the person, I can't even call her a customer. I called the person. Well, I didn't call her. I allowed the person to pay me within 30 days. $30 in 30 days. I was very lucky that she did pay me. But this was a bad sale. It was an order I ought to have turned down because no other company, and I know this today, no other company would have accepted such a specific order for a low amount delivered by me to her recipient, to whoever it was. You don't have to accept such orders. You have the right to decide which orders you're going to fulfill and which ones you're going to turn down. It's okay to say no to certain orders where you know it's not going to be a good deal for you. What company stays in business and continues to allow customers to dictate everything that makes your business not a good business to be in? That doesn't work for you. That doesn't bring you joy. Let's talk about saying no to a bad sale, turning down orders that really aren't going to benefit you in the long run. Yes, you want to be good to your customers, but your customers have to work with you as well. Let's talk about that. Stay tuned. Welcome to Gift Basket Business, where we discuss the ideas, triumphs, and challenges aspiring entrepreneurs and seasoned designers face in the gift basket world. I'm Shirley George Frazier, your host and author of How to Start a Home-Based Gift Basket Business, The Gift Basket Design Book, and I'm Chief Basketologist at GiftBasketBusiness.com. When I used to think about that $30 gift that I put so much into and delivered and finally got paid for, I used to, in a way, beat myself up with the question of, why did you take that order? Don't ever do that again. And while I don't have to do it again, I also don't have to beat myself up about that one order, <laughs> $30 order. I had to stop beating myself up about that. And you too, if anything like that has happened to you, there's no reason to come down on yourself and say, oh, I ought not have. I don't really use the word should, so you usually won't hear that word from me. But I ought not to have taken that order. Why did I take that order? It's okay to decide which orders you are going to fulfill and which ones you are going to turn down. Not every business turns up <laughs> or agrees to really it's agrees to every order that they receive sometimes you will say yes and other times you will negotiate what you will fulfill and other times it's just a no because there is no meeting of the minds that is fine that is a point of business when you are really rolling in business 
you're really understanding what your business is about, how you conduct your business, what your terms and conditions are, and how to fulfill orders as well as gently tell a customer that perhaps you can work on a certain part of their order, but not another part because you are just not able to fulfill that part of the order. It is okay to proceed in any of those ways. You want to walk into your studio every day and be pleased and proud of what you are accomplishing. You don't want to walk into your studio and say, oh my gosh, I have to fulfill this order for this person and I really don't feel like dealing with this person. That's not the type of business that will make you sing, make your heart sing. So let me give you a few pointers on why it's okay to turn down a sale. The first one I think of right away, and you probably do too, is that there is little to no profit in that particular order. Many years ago, there was a woman who was on the America Online gift basket page or gift basket discussion area. And yes, that was many years ago. And she mentioned that she had a $25 gift and she put $18 worth of items inside the gift. And she asked everyone, is that good? Is that going to make me a profit? And everyone came back with no. There was no one who said, well, yeah, there could be a profit. Everyone said no. With $18 of items and $25, having the customer pay $25, everyone told her, you're probably even forgetting some things. Did you add in costs for your labor, for your delivery, for everything. So when there is little to no profit in that order, it's okay to either help the customer with the order in a way that's going to help you make a profit, or you're going to turn down the sale, or perhaps there will be something else within the conversation that will help you keep the sale, but again, make a profit. So it's okay to turn down a sale if there is not going to be a profit or very little, a slim profit. There's no reason to fulfill an order in that way. Another reason you would turn down a sale is because it doesn't look like a good sale. It looks like a scam. Let's just put it like that. It looks like the order is coming from someone who is really trying to get something from you, but not pay you a dime. And we know that there are people out there like that. So if it smells like and looks like and quacks like a bad sale, it probably is. Let your gut tell you that it's okay to bypass that particular person. That situation may come up if you are in a certain country and it's someone in another country orders, and that's not always a bad sale. Not always. There are people who are in one country ordering from another country all the time. But there are telltale signs such as the person is emailing you instead of ordering from your store, though a scam can come through your store. But there are just certain things about an order that let you know, hmm, this doesn't seem real. This doesn't seem like it's going to be a good sale. There's also being rushed to agree to the order. There are people who have a very short timeline. They are under stress. They're not giving you enough time to get the inventory that you need to fulfill an order, or you're being rushed for some other and in some other way. If you're being rushed and you're 
being told, well, just agree to this. The agreement is to not agree. So rush is not going to work for you either because you're going to be stressed and you don't need to be stressed. There's enough in our industry to be a bit stressed about, but some stress can be good because it keeps you on your toes. As long as you are profiting and you know you're not getting scammed, (laughs) a little stress to get the order out can be a good thing. It helps to achieve certain things in your business and in your operations that help you know, oh, I need more people when this kind of order comes through. I need a few more employees. I need better structure within my administrative area. So that kind of stress helps to lower the stress that you would have, that you might have with the next order of that same caliber. And another way that you know that it's okay to turn down a sale is that the person who wants the order declines to sign a contract. When you are working on a corporate level, or even if it's an individual who wants hundreds of gift baskets, a contract is going to be required in many of those situations. You need a contract to ensure that everything that you have discussed and everything that the person, the other person has required or really requested, not required, but requested is put on paper. And both of you sign the document before the order starts. You have to know how you're going to get paid and when you're going to get paid. All that information must be in a contract. And if the person says, oh, I've done this with others. We didn't have a contract. Well, that's with them and the others. In certain situations, you need a contract to ensure that there's not going to be any mess ups on that other person's part. You know that you're going to take care of business, but you need to know that the other person is going to take care of business and a contract helps to solidify that. And I know that the word is solidify (laughs) in this case. So it is okay to say no to a sale that is not a true sale for you. There are many other gift basket retailers that may take that sale. For whatever reason, it's okay. It's okay that you don't get 100% of the orders that come to you. They're going to be the ones that you know are going to be good and the others that are questionable. It's okay to step back and determine if you are going to complete a sale or if you are going to turn it down, possibly refer it to someone else or whatever else you can do. It is your right to decide which sales are for you. Well, that is it for this edition of Gift Basket Business. Thank you so much for joining me for saying no to a bad sale. Next week, we'll discuss another important topic that will elevate your notoriety and your income. And be sure to rate this podcast through your favorite listening device. I'd love to know how these topics are helping you to learn, grow, and profit. I'm Shirley George Frazier wishing you baskets of success.